Hey, 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 welcome back to Double Stack F1 Podcast. Anurot's back on. Trevor is on as well. Uh, we will recap the Canadian Grand Prix. Uh, just happened last Sunday. Uh, Trevor, would you end up watching this thing? I actually watched it at my apartment. <laughs> oh, man, you didn't live up to the expectation. I was hoping you were going to crash Fela or something. That's uh, I heard true, it was good but I have, I have access to more screens at my apartment. I can have the, the timing Ooh. screen. I can watch onboards. I can watch the, the race broadcast. So, Hey, so were you using Multiviewer or something like that? Uh, I just had computer, phone, and, uh, <laughs> and TV going, all with different, uh, different stuff. You use all three of your F1 account uh, uh, users simultaneously <laughs> to, to get this thing done. I suppose. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Pretty interesting race. Uh, 70 laps of action, uh, mostly in the midfield, um, Some a little bit in the back. We had a little bit of action uh, in the front as well from in P2 uh, primarily. Uh, but yeah, overall... Uh, interesting race. A lot of, uh, like I said, a lot happened, and we'll kind of go, go, go through that, and and starting from the back of the grid. Um, yeah. Would you wanna, do you wanna, you wanna kick it off and and start on uh, Sergeant? I think that'll be a quick one. He finished B twenty. Yeah, I mean, very little to say about Sergeant. I felt bad for him. Um, had a mechanical issue very early in the race, and. Had to retire the car. Tough, tough, tough weekend for Sergeant. Not only did he not get the updates, dude, just True. like lap seven, you tell him to park it that it's it. That's it. Your race is over, mate. Just park the car. It's 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 critical. Uh, and that was it. Another another race where uh, either you can call it bad luck or or just. Uh, I don't know what it is at this point, dead last or 19 for the most part of this entire season. So uh, hopefully it is luck changes next race. I know he'll get the setups uh, in Austria, but uh, maybe he can make his way up through the field that, that uh, Williams looked pretty uh, slick this weekend. So I hope uh, he'll get a chance to score points soon. Uh, yeah. George we'll talk about Russell. it. We'll talk about it later when we get up to Albon, but that Williams, yeah. the new upgrades did look uh Look pretty good this weekend. Absolutely. Uh, Senor Rosella, what you got for me for us? Um, uh, I I was disappointed. I had him, uh, I think, finishing fourth. But um, he ended up hitting the ball pretty bad. Had to, uh, you know, pit in, get a new wing, new tires, everything like that. I was surprised, you know, given the way the car went into the wall. I was surprised he didn't break the suspension. Um but you know, ultimately retired later in the race. I I kind of think that, you know, maybe that that coming together with the wall might have shook something loose and and ultimately caused the failure. Yeah, I know. I, from what I saw on 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 the replay, it was like he 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 knocked the rear. I think the front as well ricocheted back onto the wall. Yeah, the, the rear first, and then the front. Yeah, is it the front? I I, I saw the front right hit the wall, but. It seemed was it the front right that was also the issue uh, when it when it came back down to it because I know it was one of the front tires, the front brakes that that was at 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 uh, the cause of his retirement later on in the race. I don't know if it was the right or the left one. I know one of his front brakes was was agonizing at the end there. 
Yeah, I mean, who knows? Even if it was on the other side of the car, it could still be something just that happens. From, yeah, just from. Yeah. I mean, those cars yeah. aren't really designed to hit walls with that kind of force. I was surprised. Like I said, I was surprised he was able to get it back out onto the track and, you know, still race for for a while before mm-hmm. he had to retire it. Yeah, but but glad, gladly because of him, we did get a safety car and and some and 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 got a little bit of action from there punched up the field a little bit that's uh, so true it, it made the safety car made things interesting for sure because yeah. um like a lot of the the field came in and pitted but the out of position ferraris and uh and also perez did not pit and so that yeah that freed them to like yeah. not get stuck too much in traffic gain uh, track position the, and then put yeah. put together enough of a gap that after they did pit they'd come out ahead of that that yeah. midfield pack yeah. and it worked out for for all three of those guys in that mm-hmm. in that regard yeah. yeah yeah but anyways tough tough luck for russell i know he he acknowledged it was his mistake but dude like it happens it happens and I hope uh, he learns from it and uh, can help collect some more points in Austria. Uh, it's important for the championship. Uh, Nick DeVries. Oh, I got a lot to talk about DeVries. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go hammer DeVries. So I, I'm sitting on. I'm, I'm sitting in, on the in uh, on the start straight finish. I think he he comes up before he gets into the car, talking with Helmut Marco, and I think Helmut was like giving him the ultimatum type. It felt like a five-minute conversation while everybody was strapping in. Like, Helmut held him up. It was, like, chatting to him for a long time. I don't know what they were talking about, but is it one of them where it's like, please bring the car back safely? Uh, I don't think Nick heard that. Nick went in and, and had he had a blast. <laughs> I think that battle with uh, with Magnuson. Um, and it, was, it, it looked like a messy battle. Just the whole thing looked weird. Uh, you got Russell overtaking them into turn two, and then they keep fighting along. And then by turn four, I think four, five, five, six, around four or five, he just goes to the dirty part of the track, the inside, trying to make the late lunge, and can't stop the car. Blocks Magnussen, and that's it. They go in and end up at the back of the grid. They were. They're pretty up at the point at that time, right? Like around the the midfield. Yeah, uh, they're somewhere in the, somewhere in the midfield. Yeah, and just tr- and then they trash both of their races. And I know Magnuson's a hard racer, but like, dude, you both just went. You just destroyed your race. It was it was just poor. It was it was, and and then they were just like backing up. And the the vid- the camera guys, what what pissed me off the most is they initially wrote. Uh, Sonoda, that it was Sonoda that went in and and oh, really? was yeah, and I was like, no, it's not Sonoda. That's DeVries. I was like, don't pin, don't pin the the crime on Sonoda. Sonoda is is doing the best he can with what he, what he has, but yeah, DeVries clock is ticking now, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, he's uh he's been in the hot seat for for a bit and hasn't really uh hasn't done much. We're almost at uh, the half halfway point in the season, right? Do you think they drop him at midway? Get get Ricardo in that car, or Ricardo still needs some time off? Because he's been talking about he'll be he's okay coming back into the AlphaTauri if the, if he gets a chance. Yeah, I mean, that would be interesting to see, wouldn't it? Um, I don't yeah, know. I it's, think it's a next year issue, though. Yeah, I don't see yeah. Him doing it now. The car's not good. I don't think. 
Danny wants to be a part of this 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 mess this year, but but maybe yeah. Danny could help him make the car better than it otherwise would be. He's got quite a, <laughs> a lot more experience than kind of anybody else who's been in that seat in recent history, and yeah, probably gives you know better feedback for for the engineers and whatnot. Yeah, I I, I guess. But if I'm Danny right now, he's having a ball. Like I saw yes. some footage from like. He did. He did the post the the race recap, or he was not the race recap. He was like the the, the watch along. He was doing a watch along, right? And this dude was eating poutine, right? He was eating fries with all these like <laughs> toppings, and I was like, "What is he doing?" Like, and then sipping it, sipping down some like maple syrup on top of that. He's living the dream. I don't think this guy is ready to get into a car and race anytime soon. I think enjoying his twenty five mil from McLaren seeing them suffer and seeing everybody else just have a bad time and wearing the, 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 the championship team's jersey and just chilling along. Whenever he comes on camera, he gets he gets applauds and, and, and everybody loves them. So I think I wouldn't trade that for an AlphaTauri seat <laughs> at this point if I were him. Hell that's, no. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. It's the slowest yeah, car on the reason. grid after all. Dude, they're 10th now officially. Yep, I've been saying it all along. Slowest car on the grid. Uh, you, 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 you're dropping pennies right now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Magnuson, Kevin Magnuson, the buddy of Nick DeBreeze. The these, these two just had an interesting race. Um, what do you yeah. want to say about Kev? The not weekend was just to, a shamble. To add about that incident, other than uh, since we're now talking about Magnuson, I kind of like that he parked DeBreeze in. <laughs> when they're in the runoff area yeah the debris like, couldn't moving. get out until until yeah, magnuson yeah. got out first yeah he's like you wait son yeah this, exactly this, well i think he was he got the move done he defended well i think the freeze just for me when i first saw it, it was like he misjudged his breaking point but i guess it was just he was on the dirty part of the track and just couldn't stop the car yeah i don't know what to say and he's, you know, under a lot of pressure to deliver results or lose his seat. So, I mean, I, I kind of get where he was coming from, but obviously it was a mistake. And uh, this you is know, not like Formula E where both races. In Formula E, they, they usually send it like that. Do you remember the race we saw here in New York? And like any Formula E race, you, they, these guys just send it. Like they have no fear of sending cars, <laughs> sending overtakes. So, like it's it's cool to watch it all, but like. Dude, be careful, man. It's F1. Like, you're like, oh, man, you can't make a mistake here. It costs a lot. And it's going to cost them uh, for sure. Um, yeah, not much sound, Magnuson. Joe Guan Yu, pretty, pretty quiet race, right? He pitted around the safety car, uh, lap 12, and then pitted again for a second set of tires on lap 32. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't see much of him. I just saw him drive pretty lonely race ahead of Magnuson and DeVries there. He was doing his own thing really uh, with Hulkenberg in front of him, but I, I, I didn't notice him so much. Did you? Nope. Not really. Yeah. So his quality was kind of interesting, right? He qualified um, last. Wait, did he, yeah, he was last. So he, he did make, we did make progress after Sergeant retired, re, Russell retired. And the two fellas, like, he went off. I guess that's how he made his his places, right? 
everybody else that made massive mistakes, he he just moves ahead of them. So technically last. Basically, yeah. he was last out of everybody who stayed on the track. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, Hockenberg, Nico. Uh, and again, it goes. we go back to this to this theory. You and I discussed this on Saturday where Hockenberg, here he is, qualifying P2. Let's just say he qualified P2 X penalty, right? Penalty takes him P5. But to come down, come all the way back down to 15th is abysmal. It's like, it's, it's shocking. Like, how do you end up last? Like, basically you're last. Like, and I, and, and for me, it wasn't so much of like, I'm shocked because they were the slowest in terms of race pace and he didn't even show me any race pace. Uh, but that has we need to fix it something needs to happen to give them race space because it's they're trashing their tires every single time after a couple laps they're done you're right their uh their race pace is terrible their one lap pace is a little bit um a little bit better um yeah they they're able to come up with some uh pretty good qualifying results from time to time um we don't score points on saturday bro kind of similar to ferrari though in a way um Pretty good qualifying yeah. pace, not so great, um, not so great race pace, and Ferrari is where they buy most of their parts. So maybe yeah, there's guess... like an underlying issue with with Ferrari as a you know supplier. Yeah, but I think Ferrari's t- 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 taming that that issue quite well. They had pretty solid pace. They were able to match Matt, uh, Lewis and 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 Alonso's pace, uh, even. Even at on very old uh, um, mediums, and they were the team that stretched their mediums the longest, right? Uh, from everybody. So yeah. Even, also, Perez, so. they were able to stay ahead of Perez. They're on a different tire strategy, but Perez yeah. like never really made much progress into yeah into the gap ahead of him. But yeah, Hulkenberg uh, and uh, the the Haas team need to figure what's going on. Uh, in terms of race space, that's the big takeaway of this weekend. Chuki Sonoda, number 14. Um, the blind man in quality, <laughs> as yeah. Stroh would say. Who is that blind man? Uh, it was Yuki. Uh, was Yuki it Stroh or was it Alonso? It was Alonso. It was Stroh. It was, was Stroh's radio. Uh, Yuki was... Yuki started where? What is the notice done? He was started 19th. Yeah, I remember. It's in the back. Started 19th, finished 14th, pitted on lap one for like hards. And then took those hards until lap 34 before pitting again. I didn't get why he did that. Did he have a puncture? Did I, I didn't hear the radio that much. Why didn't you keep pit on lap one again? Do you know? I don't know specifically. I'd imagine it was damage of some sort. Either, either front wing or a puncture. He didn't change the front wing. He just came in. Well, then it must off. have been a puncture. Maybe they saw some something on the data. I, I, I went back and watched the race, but I really nothing really was put out. I don't know. I have to I have to try to dig in some more. But that was bizarre. Just see Yuki, the only guy coming in after lap one to get to get new new pair of boots. Uh, but yeah, quiet race for him. Didn't have the pace. Couldn't keep up. Was it was able to pack get back with the pack uh, on lap twelve after the safety car uh, was was triggered, 
Um, and so that helped him a little bit make a few spots afterward. But yeah, that's you know, he just recovered from from uh, poor qualifying, I guess, and best he could do with that car that's officially last now. Um, yeah, we'll see. We're going to Red Bull Ring next. Hopefully, uh, they, he can do better over there. Um, Lando Norris, my friend. Uh, he, just really quick, it was it was Alonso that called Sonoda blind. You have it. You yeah. have it from okay. Uh, Lando Norris twelve. Lando Norris finished thirteenth. Uh, he was uh, um, he finished pretty. He he was right behind Ocon. Finished across the line nine, obviously, but got a penalty. Um, do you agree with that? I don't know. Like I didn't. I mean, I know what the penalty was for. They said he was uh, essentially it was driving too slow or unnecessarily <laughs> slow under safety car. They called it something about like unsport- yeah. unsportsmanlike. But I mean, who cares what they call it? Um, I I don't know. It it sounds like he was probably driving a little bit uh, too slow to create that gap so they could double stack under the safety car. But I, I didn't really get a good look at it. I didn't see, you know, how different was his time through those sectors of that lap compared to the lap before or, or other laps. So I don't know. Well, it was three seconds behind his teammate and build up a four second gap in, in that turn. Uh, so fall, uh, fell back four seconds. Uh, the issue is, it's 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 the inconsistency of of refereeing. I think of how do you call them? Yeah, is it refereeing you call it an F one now? I'm just missing the word. I don't know. But the stewards, uh, uh, stewards. Yeah. Um, the call. This people have done it before, and I know it's not an excuse to say others have done it, and we've seen it done, uh, uh, done multiple times in the past where where teams are trying to double stack. They, they don't want to get stuck in the pit and, and, and just wait and lose track position. So he wanted to get a window, right? Uh, and this time around, somebody interpreted it in a different way, in a way where it gives them a pretty harsh penalty, and his race was undone after well, that. Well, I, so, uh, I think this time around the, the issue was there's cars behind him. Um, if there is no car well, behind you, if you're not impeding anybody else, then like you can go as slow as you want, but – he was making the cars behind him also go. So I think Botas was one of them. I forget who the other one was. Um, but I think that was like really the issue with the rule. Yeah. Anyway, it's a tough one, tough one to, to cough. Um, unfortunate for him anyways. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll live to fight another day. Um, but he was, uh, he was definitely fun to watch at the end of the race just because he had to be a bit more aggressive than the, the other cars around him. Cause he had that, well, he didn't know. that second penalty. I think, they told he him he, he had a penalty. Him. I don't think they told him why. But I think they told he him he had tell a him penalty. I, from what I heard, he well, there's a lot. I, I I saw the race from the track. I didn't I don't I didn't hear all that detail. But from from what I gather, he didn't know the penalty was. He was have he had a five second penalty. But I mean, it is what it is. If he knew, he was aggressive out of the entire uh, Alex Albon train. So I, mm. he was driving like he knew. Yeah. Cool. Anyways, tough day. Tough day. Tough day. Uh for Norris. Gasly started on reds. The only the only dude starting on reds. Uh good strategy. I thought he could make up a few spots off the line. Nah, that never happened. Um pitted up 
paid it two laps before Russell put it in the wall um, and couldn't benefit from uh, from uh, the the safety car. So started P15, P, yeah, P15, ended up P12. Uh, anything else? Did you see Gasly make it do anything exciting during this race? I don't know. Uh, no, I didn't really remember watching too much of Gasly. Um, yeah, I mean, his weekend was, or his Grand Prix was off to a, to, to a rough start the day before it even began getting impeded uh, in qualifying and not making it out of Q3. Um, yeah, that was a tough one. That was science as far fault. As the, yeah, it was science fault. But as far as the Grand Prix is concerned, I don't really don't really remember him. He got slapped again by Ocon, basically. Ocon's like the chief now. I am the captain now, basically. <laughs> got you, son. You thought you were going to come into my team and, and rule and, like, crush me? Wait next year or something because I run this town. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to Ocon. Gassy, poor performance still uh, in his uh, seven, first seven or eight races at, uh, at uh, the old French team. Um, Piastri, as usual, he, he did a few, he had a few battles with, with, uh, Norris, uh, throughout the race. They were sending it on each other quite a bit here and there. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I don't think that that car had the pace to really fight for, for points this weekend. Um, it qualified well again, right. But just fell back. They both started seven and eighth and just fell back out of the points. Um. Uh, they did the best they could, but just didn't have the race space to fight for points. Unfortunately, I think, uh, I think if if Norris had been ahead of Piastri when the safety car came out, I think they would have scored points. Because I think Norris could score points in that car. I don't know if Piastri can, but the because Norris was behind, that's what led to him getting driving slow in that corner. Ended up causing the penalty. Um, <laughs> Do you remember why how Norris ended up behind Piastri? I don't remember. I remember Norris's overtake on Piastri, um, you know, after the safety car. But did Piastri make a move on him and got a move done earlier and was able to get track position on him? I mean, he they, were, they were going. Up, fast. I didn't. I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah, but mm, that's a good. That's a good way to put it. That's an interesting way. I didn't think about that. As if 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 he was in front of. Of of uh, of Piastri, he could have done a better race, but yeah, it's interesting food for thought. Um, well, I mean, how, what was the race pace on average? Even, even without the penalty, so like you know, without having to overtake Piastri after the safety car, like he would have crossed the line. He finished nine. in front. He finished. So he finished in ninth, right? He would have yeah, finished ninth. He crossed the line ninth. So, I mean, it was he was ahead of him, right? Yeah, I mean, but I think it was they would have. I think they could have scored points this weekend if yeah. the cars had been uh, in the other order when the safety car came out. Oh, too bad. Tough luck. Tough luck. Um, oh God, Whew, that guy can fight and not make a not put a foot wrong. We skipped uh, he was, two people, I think. Did we? Did we skip Botas and Stroll? They don't we, matter. We did. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Botas. Botas, lucky Botas. Uh, Botas scored points, much needed points for Bafa Romeo. Uh, Brings his total to five on the season. 
and he's one point clear of his teammate who has four. Oh, well, yeah, but his teammate chunked up some points at some point, right? Last race, chunked up like a, a little bit on Sonoda, sent Sonoda to the penalty box, p- picked up two or three points oh, there. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Sneaky guy. F1's version <laughs> of a F1's version of a dive. Yeah, yeah, it's a total dive, total dive. <laughs> um, and uh, he didn't get points this weekend, right, Joe? Joe, no, no, sixteen no points for Joe. Yeah, so so, so no, that show them who's boss. Fourteen. Let's go, let's go, Yuki, get him. Um, yeah, both us much needed points thanks to uh, uh, Norris. He was able to make it into the points. Lance Stroll. Was he behind Norris? He was also behind Norris, wasn't he? He was, and he was actually also behind Botas until like the last three one thousandths of a second or three one hundredths yeah, of a second revenge. or something. Yeah, revenge from Baku 2018. I saw it was weird how that whole final lap happened and he got the move done. Did did somebody lift? Did Botas lift? or something or did Norris go off track I felt like there's a lot that happened Botas, Botas had a little wiggle coming out of the final corner and it oh, looked like okay. Stroll got like a really good launch out of the final corner and just like it still didn't you. like I was still surprised when I watched the video like Stroll gets a much better launch Botas kind of like you know wobbles the the rear end of the car a little bit but it's still like didn't look like Stroll was going to catch him, but at the very end, he, he got passed. Yeah. Poor race, though. Again, like, quality was terrible. Uh, Stroll starting, basically, he started 16 and uh, did the best he could, pitted on lap. He pitted once, lap 27. That was it. Right? If I got it right? Uh, he pit twice? Sound- no, yeah, he pitted twice. So he pit the second time on twenty seven. The first time, lap eleven or something, right before With the safety. The, car. When the safe, like he pitted under safety car. Yeah. Okay. So he got he took advantage of that and pitted a second time again for for fresh hards. Uh, I don't know if that was the right strategy. I think he could have done like the Ferraris and with that car in cleaner air, could have done much better. If he I didn't agree. Do, if he didn't pit under safety car and just stayed out there. He could have get he could have gotten a better result. Probably avoided this whole DRS train behind Albon. Yeah, I was so. just about to say, I think if he stayed out, he would have avoided the Albon train, and he would have yeah. probably come in uh, P seven. Yep, with Russell at least P seven. Yep. Yeah, but well, poor, poor poor decision. Well, there. Russell would have been poor behind sh- him anyway if he stayed out because yeah. uh, whatever. Was it in finish? Oh, yeah, that was his race. A lot of questions around his performance still coming out of this. He was was just not there in quality, making mistakes, getting dominated by by Alonso. I don't don't think Alonso is sending him any flowers anymore to say how good he is, how how much of a championship, uh, how how much of a future world champion he is. I don't – Alonso doesn't believe it anymore, I guess. Alonso's like – Did Alonso ever believe it? Yeah, but now he just can't lie about it anymore, right? He can't even utter those words because the kid isn't even producing, right? Like, yeah, I mean, the best thing that can happen to Stroll is that he like breaks his hand in a cycling incident over the summer break and 
you know, and can't he, come seems back. To, he seems to drive better with a broken hand than uh, than well, he does he, with two hands working. So the only way this guy loses his seat is if he can't tr- if if he loses his hands or arms and some sort of excuse. They won't technically fire him. Or if his dad hey. sells the team, he'll probably immediately lose his seat. Yeah, the dad is using this team as a wonderful marketing uh, a strategy, selling cars pretty well. Um, so I don't think that's going to happen. He's going to be here for a while, at least until 2026 yeah, uh, with the new Honda and probably they'll be even more dominant and, and they can go from there. But uh, yeah, he needs he needs a coach or he needs something or he needs something to bring him back into into his mojo and he can he can really perform because the last couple of races have been uh not that great i think he was getting coached by juan pablo montoya at one point yeah, yeah. He, i don't know if that's still he, the case he, he needs he needs jesus at this point <laughs> all right uh, okan so, so it's not sort of hell okan you've been waiting legend. to talk about okan let's hear it oh, okan is my man like this guy, this guy, this guy, woo! He was putting heat on Alban. Alban was like, "Not today." Ocon was on his back with a shaking his booty the whole time. That rear wing, though, what was going on with that? I have no idea. It did. It did look pretty, Sketch. pretty questionable. It was uh, just shaking back and forth. Um, Norris sounded a bit concerned about it um, behind him. Um, Dude, I'd be freaked out if I was I Nor- if I were Norris. <laughs> that looks scary. Like huge problem that- if that thing comes loose and you're behind him. Uh, like for the for for once, I was like, Lando, you're right. Like you need to call this out. Like this is this is scary. Like I don't even know why you're tailing him. I would have backed out. I would be like, no, I'm not getting close to this guy. No way. Can't pay me enough. Yeah, but, yeah, I think it was trying to get, uh, he was trying to get five seconds ahead of 10th place. Yeah, he was trying to, you know, anything he can do, man. <laughs> you got to try. Okay. Yeah, Alcon, clean racing, really clean, clean, stellar, good racing. Did Tried his best, you know, uh, after Russell couldn't continue. He, he put phenomenal pressure on Albon, just wasn't enough, wasn't, wasn't enough to get, to get P p7 but still good race good good races for uh okan and uh back back some more points for alpine now the man of the hour our driver of the day the one and only el campeon the maestro the king of kings alex alba dude what a drive (laughs) Yeah, Dude. super super impressive weekend all around from from Albon. Um, I thought he did a great job in qualifying to get into Q three. Um, allowed him to start tenth, and he had a, a great race, keeping uh, being the conductor of the the train there in the midfield. Man, you got to do what you got to do. You got to you got you got to lean into what you got. He leaned in hard on that slippery car on the straight. Whew. That was like I was watching him race, and I was like, the race wasn't even over. Like halfway through, when he was like holding Russell back, I started texting people. I was like, "See, this guy needs to be the driver of the day." It was clear, like he was. That car had no business in P seven. 
Let's be honest here. Even with upgrades, like there's no reason why he would hold back Ocon, Stroll, and Norris. Even Gassy was involved in this in this madness. There were seven cars in that train at one point. <laughs> like if you count Albon, there are six cars following Albon. Yeah, Russell like within, was in there within seven or so, seven or eight seconds. There to Albon, there was like at least six cars behind him. Plus Russell, yeah, you're right. Before the retirement, homeboy did 58 laps, man, on that hard. He did. He pitted on lap 12 on their safety car, and that was it. They're like, all right, mission is on, man. You know your target. He did it. That's crazy. But yeah, great weekend. Like, I would I would argue that if they didn't roll the dice on Saturday and put the, put the soft tires on, then might not get into Q3 if you're starting from 15th, yeah. you know. Getting up into seventh and keeping all those cars behind is a lot more difficult. We need some more rainy weekends like this so that, you know, weird racing like like this can happen. And, like, hopefully, can you imagine, like, the two of them, him and Sargent, like, with slippery slippery cars back-to-back defending like lions. Like, it'd be cool to see. Like, It would be cool to see. I think uh, there's quite a big talent differential between Albon and Sargent. Yeah, well, you know. I mean give him the car. Give him yeah. the upgrade. Give him yeah, the upgrade. Yeah, I mean they will, but I don't like I that still kind of expect Eagle. to be like you know, a handful of cars in between Albon and, and Sargent on the track. You have little faith. <laughs> I just I think Albon I just think Albon's really good. And it's gonna be the next race. Is it? Is it on the weekend of the fourth of July? No, it isn't, right? Yeah, it is. No, it is. Are you yeah, sure? it's like July first. Austria. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, right before. So July, July fourth is on Tuesday, right? The Tuesday yes. after the race. All right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. the race yeah, is man. on the second. Yeah. So at least something for us to celebrate, like fireworks on that man. He does. He scores points in Austria, dude. I'm doing fireworks. I'm gonna go get illegal fireworks. Don't tell anybody I and say it. And uh, we're going to light them up, right? Go set That's off fun. a bunch of fireworks <laughs> in Central Park. Yeah. What? Well, I'm not. It's not sure it's going to be in Central Park. Okay. Don't wait for me in Central Park. <laughs> uh, but yeah, fantastic job by Williams. Uh, we made fun of them last week about the floor, but I guess they changed the floor or something. Cause well, at least I know about Scott. It was good. It was good. I, I like it when teams deliver like that, underdog stories like that. That's that's the reason why we watch nowadays. It's for like stories like this that just like make it all worth it, right? Um, yeah, Albon Perez pitted lap thirty seven and sixty eight. Stayed out long, uh, and uh, yeah, he's sixty eight to do the fastest lap. But yeah, that doesn't count really. Uh, basically, a one stopper like the Ferraris. Um, Pit it first. Yeah, if, if there follow. was anybody behind him, it would have been a one stopper. He was only able to pit for the fastest lap because there was like yeah. a forty-five seconds gap to the Albon train behind him. Yeah, he was like, "I'm comfortably doing this, and I'm comfortably coming out in clean air, and I'm gonna pull this one second faster than anybody fastest lap." Uh got an extra point. Uh, everything is needed. His weekend was undone. Really, Saturday yet again. 
but yeah, a- another another one to add to the list. What does Red Bull do? Do they need to do anything? I don't think they need to do anything. Just keep him there. There's nothing to fight. There's nothing to worry about. I guess this year, right? Like, Is there like any question who's going to win the constructors' championship? No, no. So like then, he's scoring points. No he's having a bad moment of yeah, bad moment of form. Just keep him there. Like Bottas has done worse than this, Mike. And he's, he's he was still the the best number two you could have. All you need is a good number two. Like sometimes can deliver when you need him to deliver. Um, and even sometimes he's, he has, even if he's not doing well, like it doesn't hinder, uh, driver number one. So yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, well, like one thing you'd normally want out of a number two, if, if it's like a competitive season for the constructors championship is you'd want him like up there toward the front. So he could help your number one, yeah. he could help max, but it does. I, like, I just don't think it matters this year. Like, no, no. Max doesn't really seem to need help most of the time, and the amounts no. of the time that he might struggle will be pretty minimal. And <laughs> Yeah, and and they're already – they have twice the points as everybody else in, in number in – any the person in number two anyway. So there's no need to stress, Red Bull. Keep the, keep the jam going. You guys are – you guys are in the clear. Let Paris rest. He'll eventually come back to – the form, uh, Carlos Sainz and Leclerc. I'm gonna box them together. Uh, they basically started uh, relatively close to each other, ninth and eleven, uh, I believe, right? Uh, um, Sainz eleven and uh, uh, Leclerc ten. Tenth, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Tenth and eleven finished uh, fourth and fifth. Fantastic recovery. Ferrari plan A worked perfectly this time, or was it plan B? Not sure, but the strategy worked. Uh, and they stayed out long, called it right, uh, had fantastic tire management. Weather helped a little bit. It was pretty cool. Uh, and it, the sun came out, but they eventually made it work. They were they were really on pace with with the Mercedes and, and Alonso. They were basically doing around the same lap time. So I think the package, they're starting to understand that package a little bit better. And, uh, yeah, and the drivers seemed pretty happy uh, at the end of the race. I think everything was complicated by the Saturday uh, uh, qualifying position. Signs with his penalty and Leclerc not putting a lap on on slicks. Um, But, yeah, what do you have to – anything you want to add for the Ferrari bros? Um, not a whole lot to add. I thought the drivers did a good job. They drove a good race. Um, also, I think uh, you know, staying out under safety car when everybody around them was pitting was uh ultimately the right idea. Um, and yeah, it was good to see uh, you know, a respectable result for Ferrari. Um, didn't quite make the podium, but you know, two drivers in the top five is is something I'm sure they're happy with. Yeah, moving on. What do you make about the Alonzo Hamilton battle? I think that was a. I want to bundle those two together. Relatively same strategy: twelve forty pit for Hamilton, twelve forty one pit for Alonzo. Uh, what what car do you think is the quickest? Um, I like. I think. Uh, I think Alonzo's package is the quicker out of those two, um, yeah. right now. But I think the Mercedes is uh is definitely improving. Um. But yeah, Alonso, I mean, Hamilton got a much better jump off the line, 
um, took P2 and, uh, you know, held it for, for quite a while. And then after the safety car, Alonso kind of, you know, stayed back and, and kind of waited for an opportunity and then went for it, took the position and full send, full send. But, um, but yeah, yeah it was never then switched into mediums and had a lot of pace at that point, which catching up pretty well. I think I, I think until he was notified that he was having like this like front brake problems as well or rear brake problems and he had to like back out and just bring the car home eventually. And there was never a fight for P two, but he was catching up pretty aggressively at some point. Yeah, and Alonso, I think uh I mean he did a really good job uh staying ahead of Lewis. Um he had an issue with his car. Um yeah. They didn't like think the sensors they didn't were wrong. Tell him what the issue was, but they were telling uh, they kept telling him to lift and coast, so yeah. they didn't know if it was like a fuel issue or a brake issue or or what, but um mm-hmm. you know, I thought he did a, a pretty good job. It seemed like at one point um he wanted to keep pushing forward and challenging Ma- and challenge Max, but um he had <laughs> Wasn't to that interesting when he said that? I I was like I liked hearing it for sure. I was he, like Great well, where you get that pace? I was like, I'm going. I was trying to go for mask. I was like, what? He was only going five seconds behind them before he started like, lifting and coasting. Wow. And sure, like, like Max is holding back, like for sure. Yeah, if yeah. Max needed to pull a yeah, bigger gap, he, just, he could. He or if Alonso actually caught up, Max could pull further yeah. ahead. But I mean, yeah. he was only five seconds behind the pace that That's Max was choosing that to go. So. Pretty interesting. Last Verstappen, congratulations, race one hundred uh, for the team. Uh, victory number forty-one matches. Uh, uh, Ayrton Senna. Ayrton Senna. Um, great day for the team. Uh, somebody had a flag prepared for the event. Uh, beautiful podium on the back of that with um, three great drivers and uh, and and. The greatest engineer, I guess. How did, they have a, how did they have a flag prepared? I mean, who could have ever predicted that Red Bull was going to win this well, weekend? It was eventually going to happen, right? Like we all probably went to the to our bookies and told them to put one thousand dollars on on Max. If 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 you want, you can do that every race and not and like at some point you're going to make some money. You're going to make more. You're going to win more than you lose, right? Like he's what five five out of seven or what six out of six out of eight this year yet at this point. So like just keep giving a thousand dollars to your bookie. You're you're probably rich at this point. Yeah, that's a, that's a fair yeah. point. Hey, he's delivering on that package. Uh his teammate isn't. So it goes to show you uh you know some drivers are just better than others and Max is one of them. I think um, it's he's won seven of nine. I think that was the ninth race. Well no two <laughs> One race didn't happen, right? Imola didn't happen, so so that race doesn't count. Good, you're giving him that race as well. Good point. Uh, he probably would have won it. <laughs> uh, uh, good, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, that wraps it up in terms of walking the grid. Um, your top ten. Uh, this, let me let me just make a mockery out of out of you right now. You actually got the top three. That's fantastic. nailed the podium. Bro. Yeah, so that that that's kaching right there, like big time, big time. Congrats! <laughs> Thank um, you. So you could have who who could have called it? You called it obviously the day before. So the podium, yeah. Your bookie, yeah. You could have made some money. 
Stop <laughs> just telling me that. I should have. money to work. Yeah. And then you got Russell P4. Zero points for that one. Uh, Leclerc, you had him P5. I mean, to he be fair, Russell was P4 until he hit the wall. Then he wasn't P4 anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was lap 12, man. That was too early <laughs> in the race. I'm not giving you anything for that. This is way too early. Uh, the race is 70 laps. You got to finish uh, to make points. Uh, Russell, zero points. Russell Leclerc, uh, fifth. You you had him fourth. You had him fifth. He finished fourth. He finished he fourth. I had him fifth. Yeah. Uh, Perez, you Sam had him. Perez. You had him uh, seventh. Right. You had him what? I had him sixth one behind Leclerc. He, oh, he finished. He did finish sixth. No, he finished fifth. Signs finished fifth. That's who we're talking about. Sign. Signs, no. Yeah, signs finish. Signs finish seven. Right. Signs finished fifth. Signs finished fifth. You had him seventh. I'm sorry. Okay. You had him seventh. So half a point for that. Perez, you got him right because he finished sixth. Nailed it. And you had him six. So that's a good one. Uh you had Stroll eighth. Uh, Stroh was ninth. Half a point for that joker. You had Hulkenberg in the points, not even in the points, so that's dip. And you had Ocon 10th. Ocon was 8th. And you get half a point for that. You didn't even, you had zero faith in Albon, didn't you? You should um, you wrong. I mean, I didn't realize the upgrades were so good. No, they were, they were fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, kind of wraps it up what is your uh gp rating before we we, we we take off here last thing it's a good question um i don't know i thought it was pretty exciting um with the safety car and the albon train and the you know hamilton and alonso battling it out the the ferrari recovery i'll give it a seven okay you gave him a seven trevor seven uh he gave it a 6.5 man i don't know what to make of it uh no no it was very very predictable i I think saturday was exciting uh sunday not so much we had a few we had the albon battle that was fantastic we had the hamilton alonso battle that we knew was going to happen uh but we knew alonso was going to come on went come come out winning from there um yeah i just i didn't it wasn't really a lot of surprises outside of albon that really threw in something new there uh but yeah all in all i think we want to see races with for p1 uh races for p2 p3 just subpar i think in terms of overall racing um at least that's that's my that was that's kind of how i felt about about the racing in general uh but yeah 6.5 decent weekend uh saturday was spicy shook, shook up the grid for sunday and we had an entertaining race you know above average yeah i agree yeah all righty sir next race we are reconvening here uh for the Aust- the austrian grand prix uh red bull ring who's gonna win there ahead of time uh i'm i'm gonna guess red bull max verstappen most yeah. uh, likely 
yeah but uh but yeah until then uh guys have fun i hope you guys enjoyed this recap let us know uh leave a review uh if, if we get a review i guess i gotta read it up now i gotta keep keep an eye out for reviews and then uh uh, read them out if uh, they show up. Uh, thanks for the support, and uh, let us know if you uh, if you want us to add anything else. But yeah, peace out. That's the wrap for me today. Yep. Thanks, everybody. Yeah, like he said, like, subscribe, review, all of that. Um, Ciao. Yep. See ya. Bye.